Welcome to Brothers King Talk, the yearly retrospective we do, but it's like individual years, not once a year. Um, hey, my name is Samuel. And my name is JP, and you know, I you gotta say, Happy New Year. Happy, we're fir- first episode of 2023. First episode of 2023, I feel like we say this every time, but... We inadvertently will, like, do a big run of episodes, and then we'll take a break for, like, two months without meaning to. Yeah, so well, I mean, it's the holiday season. We're, we're with family. We're going on vacation trips. You know, it, it's understandable. Yes. So, all right. So, I'm um super excited as we kind of wind closer and closer to the present. Today, we are talking about the year 2016. Um, the number one song of that year was Love Yourself by Justin Bieber, um, a song I had not personally really heard before now. So this will be really interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, before we, we kick into the actual song itself, um, let's kick things off with a fun fact, uh, not necessarily about a day in this particular one, because I think 2016 was kind of, uh, an iconic year for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, just, just a lot of major historical events. Um, that was the year that I graduated college. I mean, this was, this is a very recent memory for me, but in particular, 2016 was significant because two artists that we had actually reviewed on our list on, on this podcast had actually passed away in 2016. Those two being George Michael and Prince. And I remember that because they were both big deals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, a third artist that did pass away in 2016 as well but has not appeared on our list was David Bowie. Um, But still, I I remember that one. I think of all three of these artists, I remember hearing about that one the most. And I remember sitting in – I was in a hallway waiting for class to start, and I saw the news break that David Bowie passed away. I was like, that that hit me – just kind of out of nowhere. And it was interesting to see that he's not really on our list because he is quite, was quite the superstar. Yeah. I think David Bowie just kind of fell into that. Yes, he was a superstar, but he was just offbeat enough to never really get in the pop charts. Or at least not mm. accessibly. Yeah. Sure that's fair. Pop. That's fair. Well, um, but yes, yeah, so it's so a 2016 big year, big year. And uh, for for this song here, Love Yourself by Justin Bieber was, uh, and we'll, we'll just jump right into our first impressions. Um, first ever song by Justin Bieber on our list, which I find kind of interesting due to his rise to superstardom much, much earlier than this song. And honestly, the initial listen of this song is... You, you, there's just so much simplicity and it really, it really tends to work. Often songs, especially pop songs can feel very overproduced and I feel like you're, it's just too much, too much is going on. And here the stripped back nature of the song is just simple and it, it's great. And so that that's kind of the first thing I thought of. Okay, my first thought, so I've mentioned this before, but kind of my process for processing these songs, especially if I've never heard them, 
Um, I'll go and watch the music video first, if one exists. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go and watch the lyrics on Apple Music and read all the lyrics. And this one more time, obviously I'm listening to it. And then I'll go and read the Wikipedia page while I'm still listening to it. And that's kind of how I process everything initially. Mm-hmm. So my first thoughts was I appreciate the smooth R&B styling. Um, definitely. Um, so I'm one of those I did not um, hate or like Justin Bieber, Bieber either way when he first came on. Like, what was that, 2010? When Baby was Some, Somewhere around there, yeah. Um, though I have, um, interestingly, grown to appreciate Baby as a song in recent years. Like, I actually really like it. I keep up my playlist. Neither here nor there. <laughs> um, I also really loved the trumpet solo in the middle that stood out to me on my first mm. kind of viewing. Um, the music video is really interesting. Um, they hired two dancer, professional dancers to do the music video, and it does a really g- good job of conveying some of the emotions going on in the song. So if you haven't seen this music video, I, I highly recommend it, actually. It's one of the first music videos. I'm like, yeah, I recommend this very highly. Right. Um. At first blush, this definitely sounds like Justin Bieber all grown up. Like, his voice has dropped three octaves since Baby. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm sure he's doing that on purpose. Um, also, this sounds a lot like an Ed Sheeran track. Sheeran? Mm. Sheeran. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, Sheeran track. So, um, unsurprised when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, he's a co-writer. Um, this was written by Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran, and Le- Levin Benjamin Joseph. So that was my first thoughts. Yeah. Um, so kind of segueing into the music and because uh, you mentioned like things like trumpet solo. Um, there's over, there's actually only three instruments in this entire song. Um, Beaver's voice, which I would I, I'm very uh, strong contender for uh, the vocal, you know, voice is a musical instrument just as much as a guitar or anything like that. Um, we have a single oh, yeah. electric guitar. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying that's something we've talked about excessively. Absolutely. The voice is totally an instrument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got a single ele- electric guitar and a trumpet that shows up for that interlude of the little trumpet solo. Honestly, everything works really, really well together. Uh, and I think the reason that it works so well is that it leans so hard into those minute details. Uh, the track wants you to hear the small changes and these tiny details to be heard. Things like the, uh, slightly offbeat guitar in the verses where, you know, it seems to follow a predictable rhythm and then everything is kind of delayed by a beat or half a beat and it feels, you know, kind of disjointed, but I think that's kind of the point. You know, the, it draws you in, you hearing, you're hearing this kind of disjointed feeling, uh, or this disjointed sound, and that kind of puts you into the similar headspace of what the lyrics are talking about. Um, you know, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but it's just kind of, you, you feel disjointed, and that's what the, uh, you know, whether you want to call it Beaver, or whether you want to call it, uh, the narrator, Whoever is singing this song, it feels that way. And so with all of those things put together, the guitar also plays well with the layered harmonies that are actually put together with Beaver's voice, including the very quiet 
uh, background vocals that are provided at the very end of the track that kind of they're super high and they're just adding just a little bit of depth. And so the track, I think, really encourages uh, listening when you have headphones on, because when you're listening to it in a you know speaker system or a stereo system, I'm sure you're going to hear those things. But having a pair of really solid headphones in and just listening to uh, each individual component, it's, they shine so brightly because there's only those components. There's only one guitar. There's only the voice. There's only the trumpet. And so when you have the ability to hear nothing else with, like, maybe a pair of noise-canceling headphones, every single one of those components shines. So I love that. It's interesting you mentioned the background vocals. Cause I, if my research, if I remember my research correctly, that was actually Ed Sheeran um, on those background vocals. Hmm. Okay. So um, I mentioned earlier that this track was co-written by Sheeran. So it should be no surprise that he was originally going to include this song on his Divide album. Um, mm. So how much you love this song will really depend how much you love Ed Sheeran. I, I think that's because sure. this song just bears his whole entire um, thinking out loud, kind of quiet acoustic strumming and soulful singing. Mm. Uh, me personally, I love this stripped down, just vocals and guitar approach. I think it works really well. Um, like you mentioned, it allows Beaver's vo- vocals to shine through. As we've said, ad nauseum, vocals are an instrument unto themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate the almost like Frank Sinatra-esque performance that Bieber gives. Um, like it's not, it's not crooning per se, but it is like Wikipedia calls it blue-eyed soul, and I mm. would agree, with, like kind of a soulful um, sound that's its own. And once again, I have to mention I love the little trumpet titter in the middle. It's a great break from the simplicity of the rest of the track, and it's a nice touch. So um, really simple music, but I like it a lot. I really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so when we when we look into the music, uh, I think as the vocals are such an important instrument, we also have to look at what they're saying, um, you know, and the people, people, the billboard, you know, listeners, whoever uh, have spoken again. And they say they love breakup songs for another year. <laughs> um, and this track is. Gotta, oh, it, it's very mature. It's a very mature breakup song. You know, so often breakup songs can be somewhat childish. Uh, he said, she said, this kind of story, this kind of level of storytelling. But here it's kind of more like an adult owning up to the mistakes that he's made, uh, saying things like, I'm so caught up in my job. I had, I didn't even see what was going on. And then when the breakup was done and finalized, he's done his own growing. He's done his own, his own growth and realizing that, you know, maybe I wasn't, maybe it was just never good. Maybe that was never going to be good. And this is for the best. Uh, the lyrics also share this pretty simplistic, uh, style the same way the music does. And I, I think the lyrics could be a bit more descriptive. I, I feel like there's a little bit of lack in terms of, uh, 
explicity or, or description or things like that. Um, I think they could be a little bit more over explained and, and with such a stripped down nature of the song, I think it could benefit from that. But I think the song does a pretty good job of conveying the point that needs to be made. I find it interesting you took the lyrics that way. Um, because um, that's not what most reviewers thought of this song as far as the lyrical content. So uh, the lyrics of this could be taken two ways, in my opinion. This is from my research. Like, So most, most of my research material suggests that this is like a classic kiss-off song. Like, the narrator is telling someone that they were in a toxic relationship with to basically just bug off or mm-hmm. insert other not-so-nice words. Um, yeah. Say love yourself. And it could be taken kind of poison barb after poison barb. Like, you know, you say you didn't like my friends, but it was just you. And, you know, you're the one that was just all messed up and you should just go love yourself and leave me alone and yada, yada. That can feel pretty hard, like mean to me, Um, pretty mean spirited. And obviously that's not the way you took it. So I found that really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like to look on the bright side of things. We talk about this in other songs where I like to like um, try and take a more positive approach, even if it's not what the artist intended. Mm-hmm. So in my head, what I would like to pretend this song is saying is the reason that the person that was so toxic in their past relationship was because they didn't love themselves um, mm. and therefore couldn't give love to someone else. So the the narrator of the song is kind of saying, before you can try and have a proper relationship with anyone, learn to love yourself first. Mm, yeah, I like that. And I, I would like to believe that's what they're saying. Um, though I think there is a little bit of venomous undertones where it's like, hey, I just really don't like you after this relationship and yada, yada, yada. So take it either way you will. Um, I'll talk about it in my lyric rating here in a minute. Of course, this gets into, like, an entirely different discourse of, like, self-love versus selfless love. Um, but mm-hmm. I would like to believe the narrator is being sympathetic and not mean-spirited. That's what I'm really kind of hoping for from this. Yeah, um, and, and I think I, I think in terms of breakup songs in general, uh, you can kind of go three directions in, in general. You can go bitter and angry. Um, with songs like, um, uh, like bitter, bitter, angry, kind of like irresponsible, um, by Beyonce, uh, that we reviewed on this, on this, uh, list earlier. Um, kind of like this, you know, just get out of here. I have no interest in you or irreplaceable, irreplaceable is the song. Just get out of here. I have no interest in you. I don't want to see you get out of here. Goodbye. I'm kicking you out. Your stuff is in a box get out of here and just kind of very angry and kind of just very frustrated and, and, and very upset. Um, then you've got people uh, on the other side of the spectrum where they are kind of like just getting out of the relationship. They're like, Oh gosh, thank goodness. I'm out of that thing. Um, and, and just, 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 I am gone. Goodbye. See you later. I have no interest, but I'm not, I'm not mad. Uh, you're, you're leaving the best thing that's ever happened to you or something like that, you know? Um, and then there's that third level of kind of remorse, but also understanding that some things need to happen in the way that they do. Um, I know this is going to be, you know, probably a hot take, but I kind of hear this in careless whisperer 
the same kind of growth because the the protagonist of Careless Whisperer makes this huge mistake and realizes that the mistake was made and then he chases after the the you know his girl just trying to uh, trying to apologize and then when the the girl gets on the plane and the music video and flies off it's just he kind of has this acceptance of I'm never going to have a relationship like that ever again I'm never going to be able to uh dance in the same way that I danced with you I'm never going to be able to you know have a love like that before and it's kind of very introspective and it's not so much about the other person. It's just I'm doing all of this growing and you need to do that, too. And so I think that's kind of what Love Yourself is all is is really trying to get at. It's like I've done a lot of personal growth. Maybe you should try it. And that's kind of what it, it's kind of a tongue in cheek of, yeah, love yourself. You could insert, you know, expletive here, insult there, whatever. But I think at the when I listen to this song, it's about personal growth, and it's saying, "I grew up. Why don't you?" That's not even my final thoughts. That's coming off the top of my head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So for my final score here, um, I'm going to give the music a two and a half. I like the music a lot. I think the simplicity just works. Um, I I do. Uh, I don't always love um, – I know I keep referencing him, but I just I feel his DNA in this song so strong. But I don't always love Ed Sheeran's lyrics, but I always enjoy his music. Mm-hmm. So I feel like music works really well. And not to say Justin Bieber had nothing to do with the music. His voice is a huge part of the song. Um, and whatever input he had to the song, I think, really does make it his own. So music, I give two and a half lyrics. I give a one and a half, and I just I'm split down the middle because I get where like the reviewers and stuff are coming off of saying it's a really barby kind of venomous song. But I also, like you said, like to believe it's more about learning from your mistakes and more than just being all Mister Negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Overall, I give it a two. I I had never heard of this song, but that's. I live under a rock half the time, so that doesn't mean anything. I would like to believe, you know, this song kind of solidified that, hey, Justin Bieber isn't just a meme to be made fun of online, but he is, like, an actual real artist that deserves respect for his talent. Mm-hmm. So I think the song may have done that for him. So I give it a six out of nine. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy it. I love this song. This is a really good song. Honestly, the the entire album purpose that this comes off of it's kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, you know, growing up when Justin Bieber first came out with songs like Baby, obviously, um, it, it, he was kind of seen as a little bit of a joke or a meme of sorts or, uh, you know, it, 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 he just had a very uh, particular clientele of fan. And liking Justin Bieber, it was like it was just it was weird for a guy like myself. Um, you know, I, I made majorly listened to heavy metal and punk rock. So listening to Justin Bieber in 2010 or whenever he dropped on the scene was definitely weird. But these days it's a mature pop album. You hear the growing up, you hear how he's matured over the years, grown as an artist and collaborating with other very talented artists as well. It's really pulled me in. Um, honestly, there are a ton of great songs on purpose, including What Do You Mean, 
Sorry, Where Are You Now? And this is just a great track off of a great album. It's not perfect by any means, but it is one that I highly recommend. Uh, so for the scoring, I gave the music a three. I think there is, I have no notes with the music. I think it is the, the way that everything kind of works together, the simplicity, the layering, the external vocals, the trumpet solo. I think everything is perfect and I have no notes. Um, the lyrics, I do think the lyrics could be a bit more descriptive. I think they could explore, um, and be a little bit more direct with how he is trying to explain what he's trying to say. Uh, they're a little ambiguous, like kind of we noted here. Obviously there's kind of up to interpretation. So I gave those a two. Overall, I say a 2.5. This again was an album that I think I agree with you really solidified Justin Bieber more as an artist and less of a, just a, you know, pop star that sang baby back in the day. Uh, so I gave this a song a, a 7.5 out of nine and one that I will definitely listen to again. Awesome. Well, guys, as always, my name is Samuel. And my name is JP, and this has been 2016's Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Thanks for listening. And as always, this has been a Brothers King Media production. Thank you.